Welcome to Operation Shoestrings 2021 Conversation About Community, our 15th annual public dialogue about issues and opportunities facing our community and shaping our work at Shoestring. Do you have any ideas for like how a regular Jacksonian could get better involved? I'm one to say lean into your own talents and skills. You know, if you like cooking, we've got places that you can help kids cook. If you like reading, come and read to children. If, if whatever it is that's your thing, there is a kid out there that would love to have an opportunity to experience it with you. Chuck, I'm wondering if you have any programs or, or actions that you've taken that you've seen have had a real effect. I, and I'm asking this kind of, again, for someone who might be watching this and, and nodding with everything that we're talking about, to be like, I don't see a role for myself there. Or like, I don't know how to get involved. People in the neighborhoods around Operation Shoestring, in my experience, um, are open and welcoming and, um, and we have wonderful conversations. Um, we have uh, important conversations, uh, sometimes around race yeah. and racial injustice. And, um, you know, it's important for me to say that people who look like myself have held most of the power for most of the time, and therefore we bear most of the responsibility for the way things are, and most of the responsibility for making change. Yeah. Um, and, um, so showing up, being, um, I, I don't know if vulnerable is the right word, but, you know, just being, just walking <laughs> makes okay. you um, there, right? You're just there. And so, you know, I have the advantage of having been in the neighborhood for 20 years, though. I mean, Nobody in the neighborhood has like a reason to trust me, right? There's no sort of built-in reason for trust. But trust takes as long as it takes. And um, so I think, you know, showing up and showing up in ways that are open and vulnerable and not that you think to yourself, oh, I'm now being open and vulnerable, <laughs> but you know, you're just there and, um, and listening and um, um, it's being present. And, and I'd say again, I know that sounds awfully simplistic and there's nothing that's magic about it, but I don't know another way other than to, to show up and, um, and, and showing up, you know, in the ways that Letitia was, was, Letitia was saying earlier, you know, if you know how to cook, if you know how to read, if you know how to, you know, teach piano or whatever it might be, uh, to, to make yourself physically present in a space um, is sort of step one, it seems like. It's almost at times it feels like both the least and the most. 
that you can do. I think there are bigger systemic things to be lifted up and addressed, but in the in the very micro sort of down on the ground specific, I think it's it's the physical act of being present is where things start. And not being present once or you know, once a year. <laughs> but and you know, that's easy for me because like I'm a pastor. I don't have like a real job, you know, that <laughs> occupies me <laughs> other than trying to do this sort of work, right? So I, I recognize that it's much easier for me to do that than it is for folks who might have a, you know, all day, everyday job that takes them physically someplace else. So I think it's also important for me to acknowledge that. Well, I had one kind of final overarching question I wanted to ask each of you. Um, if we had to boil it down, what is the number one way we can make a substantial difference in the lives of children and families in Jackson? And how could the average citizen be a part of that? I'm going to say be kind. I'm reading a book about kindness right now, and I realized that I could I could be kinder and kindness changes you. So be kind. Start there. Yeah. Um, you know, I would echo what Leticia just said. Um, there's a, a uh, philosopher who was uh, sort of a contemporary with Jesus named Philo, who said, be kind because everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. And um, I think that um, that living a life of embodied kindness, which shows up as empathy and and then, you know, sort of rooted in kindness and emanating from kindness becomes that kind of practical, specific, showing up empathy that um, that gets to know people and listens, really listens, and then is content to do what we can. I think, you know, I can't speak for others. I often get paralyzed and immobilized by what I can't do. You know, the needs are so great and and, you know, what I can do is so tiny and it sort of can be immobilizing. But I had this image that came to me um, somewhere along the way of standing in an ocean with a thimble. So just get up every morning and go stand in the ocean and be content to have your thimble. And you, you do that act of kindness that you can do. You write that check uh, to, to Operation Shoestring <laughs> uh, that you can write. And uh, just be content to stand in the ocean with a thimble. You know, if, if, if all of us went and stood in the ocean with our thimble and stayed in the ocean dipping all day long, um, some difference would be make, made because, you know, God has lots of people. And if all of the children of God uh, show up 
with kindness and empathy and do what we can, then, um, you know, lives will be changed. And, and, and I'm talking about my life. You know, it's not like just, um, you know, we go to them and they get changed. Um, I think that North, Northminster, for example, over here on Ridgewood Road in Eastover, where I'm sitting at this present moment in our church, uh, our friendship with Mid-City and Georgetown has been as transformative of Northminster as it has been uh, in the neighborhood near Operation Shoestring. So um, uh, driven by kindness and an embodied kind of empathy, um, everybody's life gets lifted and changed. I think. Wonderful. Michelle, you? I would, yeah, what do you say after that? I think, um, I think if, if we just decided to be intentional, decide that, that, you know, every day or three days a week, you're going to offer encouragement to, uh, to a young person, not the same young person, and talk to your friends about encouraging young people and, and, and to challenge yourself to not just encourage those people with whom you're more, most comfortable, not just, oh, I'm gonna walk outside and I'm gonna encourage the people who live immediately around my home, but to challenge ourselves to reach out to those people who may be different than us and to encourage them, um, to let them know that they have value. Um, this can be a challenge for people if you don't believe inherently that people who are not like you don't have that same value. Right. So um, that might be, I'm, I would refer you to, to Chuck Poole in that case. But, um, but seriously, I think, you know, reaching out to those people who aren't like us because COVID has driven us into the safety of those that are known and immediate to us. It has, so your core group of people, the people who you live with or the people in your neighborhood or the people who are immediately around you, that is the, that is, this disease has made that the, the safest space. And what I would say is that that is safest for the individual, but I don't know that that's safest for all of us, because if we're talking about the, what's safest for humanity, it is that we are enlightened and, and we have the opportunity to interact and to know and to experience the breadth and depth of humanity, which is not represented by any of us. It's all of us. Um, so so I, I say that encourage somebody, but encourage, encourage somebody that, that that's different. Encourage the different, be open to the different. Um, because I think that that's really, that's the thing that, that makes the difference. 
Many thanks to our panelists, Letitia Johnson, Michelle Owens, and Chuck Poole, and to our moderator, Kaylee Skinner. And to all of you for joining Operation Shoestring's 2021 conversation about community. Having a conversation about what it takes to create a community that really values its children kind of seems like a conversation we shouldn't have to have. I mean, when I talk to friends or neighbors or even to policymakers of every stripe at every level, they all say to a person that children are important and that investing in their well-being is essential. Yet, the rhetoric often doesn't match the reality here in Jackson. We at Operation Shoestring know what it takes to create an environment in which kids can thrive, in which they can learn and grow and laugh and explore in order to reach their full potential. But what about outside our four walls, outside of our after-school and summer programs? How can we, all of us, reshape what our neighborhoods, our community, our city looks like so that every child can thrive and reach his or her full potential? Letitia, Michelle, and Chuck have given us so much to think about as we envision a Jackson in which all kids can thrive and in which we consider the challenges and opportunities before us. Here are just a few salient observations from the conversation. All is not well for anyone until all is well for everyone. Be kind and ensure that kindness is embodied as empathy. Go to your closest school or after school program and see how you can help See how you can use your skills and assets to help young people and invite others to join you. Be intentional about encouraging young people, especially those who may be different from you, and let them know they have value. What's safest for humanity is for us to experience the breadth and depth of humanity, all of us. Those of us who have had most of the power for most of the time bear most of the responsibility for making change happen. So what does all this mean? How do we move from big talk to action? Well, for many of you, I'm assuming you're already doing something to support kids. But we'll throw out a couple of other suggestions that align with the trajectory of this year's conversation about community and with Shoestring's values. First, leave your COVID bubble, put political partisanship aside, and listen to what people in neighborhoods like the ones we serve at Shoestring are saying about their community. Really listen. Support your local schools in ways you can. Volunteer, raise money, connect other key partners who will help kids. Work with credible organizations and people that get good things done for young people like the kids we serve here in the heart of Jackson. Be part of a diverse and inclusive group or in diverse and inclusive groups that are trying to improve your community. Here's a specific one. Support Jackson Public Schools high quality system of after school and summer programs in partnership with organizations like Operation Shoestring and the Mississippi Children's Museum and others. And finally, and yes, selfishly, please support our work here at Shoestring. Again, thanks for joining us today. Let us know your thoughts about this year's conversation about community. We certainly welcome your feedback. And please keep leaning in to create a community where all of Jacksons and Mississippi's children can thrive. We all rise together.